0: F.C. Radio. Rating. F.C.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's This Club is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and shortly we'll be bringing you all the build-up and reaction to FC United's league game at home to Warrington Town from Saturday. And later in the show we'll be hearing if the women's team could progress to the quarter finals of this season's Argyle Plate. But before that, it's time for this week's club news. And we start this week in winning ways as FC United picked up three points midweek with a 2 0 victory at Namwich Town.
0: Welcome, Shaw Dawson. Back to Dawson now. Dawson being forced backwards and has to play it all the way back there. Lawton picking it up on the halfway line, spreads it out left-hand side. Good charge down there by the white shirt. That's played back a little bit riskily, and this comes off Linny, and it goes That's into in. the net. It was a risky back pass there. Tom Booth came out but uh, Linny charged it down and as Tom Booth tried to clear it, it hit the shin of uh, Regan Linney and just ballooned into the corner of the net. Well, the boot's on the other foot for the last few times. FC have been giving away the goals carelessly early on. This time, it's Nantwich and FC are the beneficiaries.
2: Well, the ball could have gone anywhere off that rebound off Lenny. Luckily, it floated into the goal and uh, FC have been given a gift start here at the Weaver Stadium.
0: Eight and a half minutes of the five added minutes. Lavacombe clears. Referee does not blow his whistle. Linney. Linney's not giving this up. Linney. Linney. Into the box. Linney. <laughs> Near oh. post. <place>. He scores. <laughs> Would you believe it? Linney with a brace. And FC United win by two goals to nil. Assuming the referee's going to blow for time pretty soon. Well, that which gave it a go towards the end. And now it's uh, their fans who are going. That's
2: 20 league goals for Linney
0: this season. And
2: this is his 100th league
1: appearance. FC Live there from Tuesday evening's 2-0 win in Cheshire. In other news, and the club have announced the next set of fixtures in this season's Phoenix Trophy. Firstly, on Tuesday the 14th of February, FC United will travel to Belgium to take on KSK Beveren. While Broadhurst Park will be host to Spanish side Cuenca Masalistas on Tuesday the 7th of March. And finally, for this week's news, on Saturday afternoon, FC United welcomed fellow playoff chasers Warrington Town to North Manchester. And to find out now how the Reds got on, let's hand over to Ben and Woodso shortly before kick.
3: Off. Well hello everybody and welcome back to Broadhurst Park. A Saturday afternoon no less and it's mild but the last time we were here, Woods-O,
4: yes,
3: it was obviously wet and wet. the penalty areas were were wild. Being, were wild and being dug out and all kinds of stuff. I have to say, a couple of weeks later, I'll come back here, it's not too bad you know.
4: Again, I mean the pitch, 90%, 90 95% of it, perfect. Well, not, not perfect, but you know, for the where we oh. are, fine. I would say it's drizzly at the minute, but I don't think it's going to be rainy enough for them to be a bit any factor in the game. I don't think so. Yeah, it's looking really, really good, cracking job. In fact, looking at it, the cones are, are, are out, the nets are out, so the players are obviously allowed to warm up on it. So, so it obviously is standing up really well. Yeah, absolutely. Warranted
3: today. Before we talk about this game this afternoon, oh. just to touch upon Tuesday night at Nantwich. Uh, I've done the highlights back I've managed to find Two goals And that's it
4: That was it Yeah I mean Good
3: three points Away from home Just get it done
4: and Well, few, a few things At play there um, they, they were restricted to I listened to Neil's interview Long shots mm-hmm. Which Slavikin Tipped over I think we had one Across that That was deflected Which their keeper Tipped over Two goals That was probably it People have complained And what not That we, we don't tend to Win ugly Well that well, was we That go. was an ugly yeah. win Yeah uh, you know, we, that's a game that we, I mean, you, know, you know, you can't really hold much to say this, but we probably would have lost that game in, in, last season because, you know, we, we, we don't tend to, you know, we, we were going to ground at the end of the game, you know, Regan did it a couple of times. Having said that, I didn't think the game ever, was ever going to end because I, I, I saw the referee in motion, I'm not, not Neil made a reference, but I saw this, I saw him motion, four to the linesman, the board came up five and he played nearly ten. I mean the worst stoppages during stoppage time. There was fair. Yeah, so. there was, but even so, you know, not not but, sure there was four minutes worth.
3: But or five minutes worth. But three points away from yeah, home. Absolutely. And uh, that sets up this game this afternoon. FC United taking on Warrington Town, three points to the gap between the pair of and FC yeah. have got a marginally better goal difference. Um Warrington have drawn a few more games than FC, which is how they've managed to get to three points ahead of us. Plus we had a points deduction famously after. After the, the after said game. game, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah. yeah. 4 all, follow-up to heights. We can't have another
4: or, 2-2 and 4 all. an ugly 2-0 a home win. I'll, I'll, I'll settle <laughs> for the latter, definitely. It's going to be tough. I mean, I, we won 1-0, you know. He's still a, it's still on the win record. Just, just the points not there in the league. But we won that game. If We were kept in it by Will Stanway, who, who had an outstanding game of football. The thing about Warrington is they haven't been beaten in ages, have they? And they, they get
3: draws when they're not playing well. Yeah. They win when they have to win. And, um, well, they're experts at finishing in the playoffs, aren't
4: they? Yeah, they did it last year. Uh, but like I said, they're in They're in there now. But, you know, three points for us today, and we we jump over them and get ourselves into the playoffs. You know, obviously, we've played a few more games than one or two other teams, so that obviously will go against us. I would say it's a very minimum, keep the unbeaten record going. We we want three points, and that's what we've got. You know, three points will be brilliant, but you know what? Let's have a go football and go away with a draw. No, let's not. Let's have an ugly 1 0, shall we?
3: Yeah, I'll take that all day long. Well, Woods, a big thank you for joining us. Uh, let's hand over now uh, to the SC United manager. Here's Neil Reynolds. Well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us uh, pre match. First thing we have to say is the pitch, considering what it looked like a fortnight ago, is. Well. I
5: don't, I don't <laughs> want to get anyone to be bored if I keep saying this, but the ground staff are incredible. And the machinery he's had on this this week, core, inverted draining. Uh, he's also been asked to walk to Accra to Stanley to get their pitch ready for today. He's on Daisy Hill, and he's here again today, rolling, cutting and marking. And that's sometimes been last season when we couldn't play our football. We wanted to. You've got no complaints now. And if we don't win... It's because we haven't done enough in the game, but you can't blame the pitch. The pitch is immaculate.
3: Inverted draining is that way he literally picks the pitch up and turns it upside down. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, no, again? <laughs> no, that's, that's shock waving. I've learned so much. There's a machine that moves the pitch. There's a current which digs the pitch. I, I don't know. It's, it's, but it is. It is incredible. And you know, I, I keep saying it's no disrespect to anybody, but he has got a level of yeah. uh, knowledge that he's just that I've never come across before.
3: Now, uh, obviously, this is a follow-up to the Nantwich Town game on, on Tuesday night. You said in that post-match interview about Adam Dodd, we need to get Dodd minutes. Um, we knew why, and it's happened. I mean, Finn Armstrong's gone back to, to Burnley now. Um, he's, he's done brilliant for us in, in his time here.
5: Finn's been Finn's been amazing. Uh, we knew that Finn wanted to stay, but Curzon came knocking. They could meet you know, what Burnley wanted, and Finn has to go. But the important thing for us is that you know, three games ago, or three weeks ago, we... We started introducing Adam uh, to get his minutes. We've done a lot of behind closed doors stuff with Adam, a lot of shadow play with Adam to get his his match fitness up. And what do I want him to do today? I want him to play 60 minutes. But, you know, let's not forget that he's going to stand in that tunnel today for his first time walking out. You know, I know he's come off the bench, but walking out in an 11 after what he's been through, he's he's just huge. And, you know, that momentum is going to drive us on. But I just want Doddy to to kind of completely tire himself out. And I turn to Guy Hall and said, go on, you want to have half an hour because I've got another two great left-packs who sat behind Finn.
3: On Tuesday evening, um, Luke Griffiths played in midfield. He's been featuring quite a bit recently. Um, I said to you off air, you know, he's probably, when he's match fit, the best midfield in the in the league. How important is it for, for the likes of Griffiths, Dodd, Potts to get their match sharpness up? Because we're heading to a run-in here which is looking like a play playoff chasing running. So you're going to need these players to be at it in the next couple of months
5: I'm smiling because we prodded the bear that's what Brian (laughs) said to me when we dropped Luke Griffiths we prodded him and we got a reaction that we wanted and Luke will tell you that he wasn't back to his best there was a lot of things going on and you've seen now that he's back to his best and I've just said to him in there in the team talk that when I woke up this morning and I've got Luke Griffiths playing number four and Michael Potts number eight as a manager you're delighted with it and we've seen three years ago that the two of them nobody can touch them and you know getting Griff back to his best Potsy is up there on top of his form at the minute that's, that's great for me uh, so, so delighted but like you know I'll always laugh at that and I say to, I say to Griff well, I'll tell, I'll tell everyone a story, actually, because he sits there with his subcoat on now. We've got five subcoats, and he always sits there and he trains in it. And the joke is he got it for Christmas because he was so, well, around at Christmas time. So, you know, he, he's superstitious, he keeps it on, uh, but he, he takes—he doesn't take for granted that that number four shirt says he knows what he's got to do. Um, let's
3: talk about uh, team selection uh, today, if we can. Um, I mean, how, how, how are we looking? I already know the answer to this question. Oh, good acting, that. Yeah. How, how, how are we looking?
5: You, you do know, and, you know, we, we spoke last night that Donahue and Vincent both came through training on Thursday night, but a chat with the medical team today and a chat with Donners, we're not going to risk him uh, in the 16 today. We feel that you know it's a massive blow for us, but a big plus for Warrington, I'm guessing. But he's, only, Adi, he's on his way back, though. That's oh, he's, he's training and my Michael back for the running. And, and the, the important thing is, we, with Donners is that we don't bring him back too soon. He's out for another four weeks. He's had a couple of niggly injuries this season that have kept him out. We're a better team when he plays, and you know I'm licking my lips at the thought of Potts. Uh, Griffiths and, and Donahue together, uh, but we can't do it. You know we're not going to risk it. The good news is that we have got Vincent back. You know Vincent's been back now four or five weeks. Uh, we sent it for a scam. We know that the, the muscle tear has repaired. So we're hoping to get Vinny 20, 25 minutes today and, and build him up and, and get him ready for the last 15 games of the season. And then you talk about licking your lips. It's like, who's going to drop out then? Because you've got Potts and Vincent and Griffiths all fighting for the same shirt. But it's a, it's a manager's headache that you love to have. So we're well, looking like, Ben, uh, Lavacombe will start in nets. Back four, Doddy will come in at left back, Curtis Jones and Halsey turn after his man-of-the-match performance stays in at right-back. Potts and Griffiths, slight alteration in the wide areas. Charlie Ennis off one side, Dante on off the other side and we'll play Callum Griffin just off Regan Linney. And then we looked the at a bench, like I said, we've got Pellinkas, we've got Halls, we've got Vinny, you got, you got Josiah. So, you know, we, we're going to be strong and, and we're looking forward to taking the game to Warrington today.
3: And uh, just a, a final question just about um, Warrington. Obviously, there was a, a question asked you, I think ahead of the Hyde match, was basically highlighting the fact Well, at that point, you know, Hyde, South Shields, Nandwich away, Warrington. To be your expectations, dear listener at home, that kind of thing. But three points from the playoffs, uh, a win today would be very handy indeed.
5: Let's not get beat, is what we said to the lads. Let's not get beat. We're taking a Warrington side that haven't got beat since November. Form side, watch them at Hyde, very explosive, good going forward. Obviously, they've got Buckley back now. Will he start? We're not sure. But they've got loads of ability. and And we saw at their place that if it wasn't for Will Stanway, you know, the game would have been different. But it wasn't. You know, it was, it was a game that we won, although we, we didn't claim the points for that. But it's going to be a tough game and they're going to come here with a tail's high. You know, someone on the NPL did label it as a six-pointer and, and I listened to that last night. So no, for us, it's been in touch with the playoffs. But whether it's Warrington, whether it's Geisley, Matlock, Livers Edge, Belper, you know, Matt, it doesn't matter. You know, we've just got to go toe-to-toe with our opposition and hopefully, you know, carry on this three-game unbeaten run get the fans right behind us and put on a promising performance today. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome
3: to FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCody.com, and you lovely people, the Armchair Army, FC United, taking on Warrington Town in what some people are describing this afternoon as a six-pointer. But here to keep everyone's feet on the ground and to give you just the bare facts, no speculation, it's a welcome back to Mr Stato Paul hello Paul good afternoon everyone that might be the best intro I've ever given you that mm. anyway bottle um, that one <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is a big game though today isn't it I mean what, what what can you tell us ahead of this game well I think it's been well publicised that it's 6th against 5th
2: there's only 3 points between the sides um, there's been 7 previous meetings and there's been 3 wins apiece so yeah, expect a fairly close event um, we won 1-0 at Cantilever Park in September they won on their last visit here 1-0 back in February
3: last year so um, we expect a pretty tight game I mean going back to that game early in the season uh, a man of the match performance from Will Stanway in that game I mean you could argue he kept us in it but then again we, we had our chances at the other end too I mean it, it was a close run thing and probably expect the same thing today really. Yeah we are, looking back
2: we had three debutants that afternoon in the side and um, obviously we, we ended up losing the points
3: but um, obviously this afternoon we can win and keep the points yes and obviously it comes on the back of um, the Nantwich game last week 4 all here an absolute thriller against the current league leaders Hyde United then Nantwich that showed us something slightly different from FC United a very determined performance but always in control it was looking like a 1-0 until Linney popped up at the end to make it 2 um, yeah I, I think Renault changed his playing style a bit
2: didn't he I think it went a bit more basic at Nantwich and that was partly down to the pitch, partly down to the opposition. He wanted to nullify line, did that fairly well. Um, I think we lived on the seat of our pants a bit in the last 20 minutes. Do but reckon? Well, there were chances created, but uh, Nantwich just couldn't finish. They could have been playing until now and not scored, I think. but um, All in all, we played, we, we, we did enough to win, we worked hard, um, we defended well so on that basis I think we deserve the points
3: Yeah and uh, speaking of defenders we should say Finn Armstrong has now he's gone back to Burnley, he's going out to Curzon though we believe Um that's just the nature of non-league football at this stage of the season. Um, he is a loss. He is a loss. Because he's been
2: one of our best players this season. But no we've, see,
3: we've seen it coming, though, and Dodd's been featuring. Apart from Dodd coming in, Wallerton's definitely playing right back. Man of the match performance from him. Two different positions uh, on, on Tuesday night. Halls uh, and, and Jones maintain their, their centre-half pairing at the back. In central midfield, it's Griffiths and Potts. Um, yeah. If there was a play final tomorrow, let's say, against Warrington, that would be our centre midfield, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, he you, you was also saying about um, the back line there in terms of uh, Halls and Jones. They're going to very much have their hands full yes. this afternoon with Buckley and Buckley Ricketts, two very, very dangerous players.
3: Uh, but then again, up in our forward line, uh, Regan Linnett, uh, we reckon he's going to be supported by Callum Gribbin. Um, he's wearing number seven, but we think he's actually going to be playing number 10, positional. Point of view, Gabby Don and Ennis will be on the wings. But also,
2: I should mention Duffy playing on the wing yep. is going to be a big asset for Warrington, and we've got to nullify him as well.
3: Yeah, and obviously, we we know some of these players already. You know, uh, Bohan Dixon, of course, is a, is a class act at, at this level. Um, we should say Donahue looks like he's going to be uh, he's on his way back. There was a hope he would start today, um, but it's just a game too too far at the moment. But that that bodes very well for with, the, with for a week,
2: February. yeah, with a week's rest now before the next game.
3: That might, that might work well for him. And uh, just a closing thought, Regan Linney, two different goals. <laughs> um, but in a, in a kind of weird way, very Regan Linney-esque. Both very determined. One, uh, a ricochet off his shin. Then, right at the end, just so determined to, to, to finish. I think the
2: impressive thing about Linney, of course, is, is, is his discipline has improved. He's not picking up the yellow cards. He's, he's, he's still involved in the physical side of the game. In terms of grappling for the ball, but there's no afters anymore, which is good to see.
3: Just before we hand over to our commentary team, uh, any Venetian stats uh, to, to see us off? Well, Warrington are eight games unbeaten, and runs like that have to be stopped somewhere. That's the thing enough. about Warrington. This, it's an incredible unbeaten run they've been on. Plenty of draws in there, but they're the masters are getting in the playoffs. And we've kind of seen that with Hyde, with Nantwich. That's, that's yeah. how
2: we have to perform. Yeah, the, the, I mean, really... The, they had a great chance last season of going up, lost the playoff final. Um, they've been unlucky. I mean, they, they won a playoff final and then had to go into another playoff, didn't they? Yeah, the super I mean, that's, playoff. That's diabolical. Yeah. We would have been rioting if we'd been <laughs> Warrington that season, I think. I think it was Kings
3: Lynn. I can't remember if it was yeah. Kings Lynn
2: away, but it was, it was a nightmare and, for and them. And it just and shows you as well
3: that playoffs, you've got to be at home in yeah. the final, I think, to win them. Well, we're very much at home here at Broadhurst Park for this afternoon's game. This is FC Live brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the armchair armour. And it is indeed time to hand over to our expert commenter team, FC United against Warrington Town. It's Stato Paul. Roy Sewell is back. Hey. And Mr James Quinn. Williams turns. Wallerton now
0: breaking forward. Wallerton. Out, good ball. Linney now left flank. Linny. Taking it into the box from the left-hand side. Lenny now takes it to the byline. Cross comes in. Oh, and Dante Gabidon. It was a perfect cross, really. There's a bit of pace on it for Gabidon. But surely, should have he tried to glance it. Dante Gabidon he gets it back, but indecisive was Williams. But FC have it back now. Now Gabidon, can he get to this? Chips it, puts it over the bar. Well, maybe a lack of composure there from Gabidon. He, he made a perfectly timed run, got his left foot to the ball. And uh, Michael Potts back out to DeGruchy. Patient football from FC. Gabid on now. Gabid on. Brings it infield. Can spread this out left. Outside. Beautiful ball. Dodd into the box. Adam Dodd. Cross comes in. Purried out by Tony Thompson. And then helped on its way by Isaac Buckley. And now Ennis. Ennis chips it forward. Liddy waits in the box. Liddy there. Four slightly wide, in it surely being held. Bounce there, give it on! Dante, give it on! With a great finish there. The ball bounced off the shins there. Of uh, Regan Linney, and it came quite fortuitously. This in the way was the hardest of his three chances he's had, but he got a volley on it. He got into a very unnatural position off the ground. Bending forward and found the kind of the, almost the top corner, and Dante Gabbard on there. FC 1 0 in front. Great work down this left hand flank, and then
6: that ball into the centre It just took that little deflection, didn't it, off their uh, defender. It was high up in there, it was about shoulder height actually, when he actually made contact with it, but the keeper had sold himself for the cross. And it slid over and gave him the opportunity to just find the net. It took it really well. Well, that's a full credit to Gabidon.
0: Oh, what a Ooh. poor ball there. Gabidon intercepts, takes it over halfway. Go Gabidon, can he get past his man? Gabidon, right Great flank ball. now. Wallerton, Wallerton! Ooh. Oh, just wide! Linny wanted that ball. He was waiting on the six-yard line. Walton thought he could do it himself it just really shaved the upright real chance there bad mistake from Tom Hannigan playing out of defence well FC have had their chances to be more than 1-0 in front here Harris square ball Andy White square ball Williams 40 yards out chipping it across there and Gabidon trying to get a bit of cute there loses possession ball chipped over there Lovercombe's got it oh he drops it cheaply great recovery from Jones the FC to bring it away now with Griffiths. Bohan Dixon now has it. Dixon, good work from him. Real good determination from Bohan Dixon. Out oh, to the right flank here. Doggett, left footed shot. Oh, what Great a save. save. Great save there from Lavacombe. What so, a good save. Good ball outside. Just thought I'd see a little bit casual there. Potts onto it, over halfway. Lenny, is he onside? Looks like he is. Lenny in the clear. Liddy shoots oh. there. Can't quite get it past Thompson. Good save from him. Linny would have hoped to have done better. Quickly taken throw-in. Gabbed on now. Gabbed on into the box. Oh, well Potts comes back from an offside position though. So throw-in for Warrington Town. Intercepted by Griffiths. And all over it today, Griffiths. Liddy tries to play the ball inside. Oh, all breaks for Ennis. There, good work. Ennis is shot. Just wide. Great shot. That was great work by Wallerton to win the ball. Ready for this goal kick, 18 minutes to go. He's out to the left flank, that delivery. Well oh met well. there. Well and headed goal. back. Oh a Jordan Buckley trying to dribble his way through. And oh, there's a penalty. penalty! And that comes from FC giving the ball away.
6: Yep. I'll tell you what, latched onto that Buckley there. And when that little bit of pressure came onto him. He just collapsed like a house of cards and he's got the opportunity
0: for them to drag themselves level. Dixon. Oh brilliantly placed to the keeper's left. The substitute of Vincent was on the basis of keeping it tight. Well have got to go again. Look for a win and go going. James Vincent, notably taking a leadership role Brilliant. here.
2: Again, Warrington show why they're eight games unbeaten.
0: They just don't lose many games. Well, now, all to play for now. And Warrington will feel they can get a second. Guy Hall. Oh, Lenny! Chance, Lenny! Oh, stay oh, Rebound pots can't get hold of it. Now, Linny. Lenny low cross but easily met by a Warrington player brought forward brought away Vincent takes it off the laces of Boan Dixon the score of that penalty that leveled things up a few moments ago De now I see p- ploughing forward and it's to his right De and it's now and it's low cross in well oh, yeah. tro- <laughs> Linney tried an almost impossible header there twisting his body that was a tremendous strike off Linney but what a good save that was as well Wallerton, 35 yards out still, Potts oh, has got to be careful, steady, steady. Potts has got two men on him, well done. controls well done, Wallerton now, cross coming over, and it's rather sliced, Griffiths gets a foot on it, now it's with Guy Hall, Guy Hall now, out to the left flank now, Ennis, Charlie Ennis now into the box, chips it up there, who can get a hell on it, Five. left yeah. foot in the oh. Oh. it was well, not well. well, in it under corner on this goal kick well tries for a corner from many an fc voice and from up here but and uh, from neil reynolds it was a great effort a volley, footed volley from the and it just shaved the crossbar on the turn now it's flicked back oh and Cox can fc going. break clears it now for Linny to chase think that will be too much on that hannigan and hannigan can uh, clear their lines now there goes the full-time whistle well it's one one it's a great contest oh, yeah. <laughs> So many talking points, Uh, FC took the lead in the first half, Dante Gabinon with a brilliant volley on the turn, FC did well but a little bit of carelessness, loss of possession led to a, a penalty being conceded and then both sides having chances, both sides showing vulnerability but I would suggest Roy Sewell that a point each is just about right. I would
6: absolutely agree with you I think uh, it's one of the most entertaining games I've seen for a long while considering it was a draw Uh, both teams had the opportunity to actually maybe increase their uh, single goal uh, efforts but um, it was competitive Uh, there was a lot of fight a lot of commitment a lot of heart and
3: uh, it was an entertaining game from start to finish I I quite enjoyed it Um, Who's our man of the match by the way Tim, Tim was asking? Uh, from an FC perspective, and then the overall game. Um, well, Potsy had a great.
0: I game I think Pottsy had a good game. I, yeah, I a think so. Game. I'd have been tempted to give it to Griffiths on just that he he was involved in the mistake that led to the. Well,
6: the did a lot of breaking up yeah, of yeah. things, but uh, Potsy for me Potts. did a lot of breaking up, but a lot a lot of uh, oh. forward movement, you know, and. Uh, trying to create things within the game, I thought he'd done really, really well. Would you argue he was the man of the match overall as well? I would do, because he was playing against two lads there for Warrington, in uh, Williams and Harris, right, that they were up for it as well. And on a lot of occasions, they doubled up on Potsy, but Potsy was still there with them, and I, I would say, yeah, uh, overall the whole of the match, I would say he was the best player. Paul, just before you go, your, your thoughts on, on, on
2: that? Yeah, I think that Warrington definitely deserved a point for their second half showing. I thought Dixon was very influential in that second half, whereas he wasn't in the first.
3: Uh, just to say about the, the penalty, because you're the closest, actually, down, down that end of the table. Griffiths, Griffiths put <laughs> the challenge in. Do you reckon it was a penalty? I thought it looked a bit soft to
2: me. I, I think it was a rash challenge. I think Warrington were knocking on the door for a good 20 minutes to get an equaliser and uh, I think at the end of it, I think a draw is a, a fair
3: result. And another thrilling draw. That's free on the trot here at Broadhurst Park where, you know, if we go back to Whitby, it was an, an epic game. Hyde United certainly was a, a thriller. No surprise, though, Paul, heading into this that it's, it's actually a draw because Warrington... <laughs> are the, the kings of at the minute of, of just getting the, as many points the as King, they can the kings are picking up a point every week at least <laughs> are, well, yeah. that's what gets nine you unbeaten the, now that eventually is what gets you into the playoffs isn't it if you keep and, doing and they're very
2: good at that they are very good but yeah, yeah I mean I, I think FC you know at least we've got something out of this game and uh, next
3: week we're away from home aren't we yeah I mean it's an interesting one I'll, come to, I'll cut to the next week in a second but Gainsborough being beaten today by Staley Bridge Celtic by two goals to nil Obviously, the target today was to overtake Warrington. What this draw has actually done is brought us within two points of, of Gainsborough Trinity. So, with that regard, it's, it's not too bad. Admittedly, though, Gainsborough do have two games in hand over most of the playoff contenders at the moment. Um, it's Matlock next week away from home. Paul, what, what's
2: your thoughts? I think we're in a situation this afternoon where Dodd was obviously not, he didn't have 90 minutes in him. We ended up with Vincent on the pitch and Hall on the pitch, who both looked a bit rusty, I thought. So, you know, fitness-wise, it will do them a a bit of good to get some game time. Uh, Another week's training for some of those players. I think he would have liked to have got Dyer on the pitch in
3: the second half. Yeah, I mean, one of the things we have to say is um, it should be slightly different to last time we were at Matlock. Um, I mean, it's Martin Carruthers, it's a bit more well, it might in, be a bit drier might be a bit drier but also the football wise it, it might be more akin to what we usually saw at, at base for United but that's that's an important game next week just to continue because we've had some tough games there you know Hyde Nantwich away Warrington you know we're, we're, we're keeping the points ticking over as well and that's what that's what Neil will say I think yeah I do think we've got to improve our home form though Roy, it's been an absolute pleasure,
2: as always. Thank you, ben. Thank you
6: for joining us. Yeah, thank you, uh, listeners, as well, and thank
3: you, James.
0: Great to have you back.
3: Yeah, and thank you, Paul. And uh, thank you to Stato Paul as well, who's also uh, departing. Here's uh, another man with a view, uh, Mr Neil Reynolds, and uh, I'll hand over to James now with the uh, post-match interview. So,
0: Neil, so much to talk about. <coughs> I'll keep it as concise as I can. Another great game. Two teams wanting to win right to the bitter end. So, great game. For Warrington's penalty, uh, Luke Griffiths had an excellent game, but were you disappointed that he he headed blind? Mm. And um, that that created the the issue that led to the foul.
5: And that's the bit where you don't have a joystick on the sideline. You know, you (laughs) want him to play forward. He makes a decision. Said to the lads in there, you've got to get round him because he's been excellent. He made a decision. Uh, He heads it back and then he chases it. lads are telling him it's not a penalty, but the referee, well, the referee's given it and... uh, you know, I feel for Luke. I feel for us because we've won. we've been enough chances today to win three games. And, and what anybody says, we have played really, really well today. We have played so well. Brian Richardson's just said to me that I think that's one of the best games football he's seen us play since his return. Uh, so I'm I'm devastated. We haven't won, but I'm super proud that the, the lads are, and I'm, I'm gutted for Griff. But we'll pick him up. Um, period. Of the second half, did you feel?
0: I felt, and again, what do I know? Is that. There was a period where FC weren't, we weren't keeping the ball as well, and they were the ball kept coming back to I think, FC. I think once,
5: and this isn't against Vinny, because Vinny did well when he came on, but once Dante took a knock on his leg, and then he was struggling and he had to come off after 65 minutes, I just thought we lost the out ball, the pace down the one side. We didn't have the options on the bench. We didn't have Donahue, et cetera, So we, it was a tough one for us, and you know we watched Dante try and... Limp through it, but he couldn't do. But then I just thought we, we became for about 10 minutes a bit one dimensional. We started going sideways instead of forwards, and I think we, we, we didn't get close enough to Regan. And then, you know, then we worked it out. Then we pushed Jack further up with 20 minutes to go. Then we pushed Guy further up, and then we started getting our chances again. But I agree with you. I just thought for a 10 15 minute lull, we dropped deep and we made poor decisions, which enabled Warrington to, to get a foothold in the game.
0: Had they equalised before the substitution, would you have been tempted to put Dyer on? More the attack, the, the, more offensive the, the plan
5: was four four two. The plan wasn't to bring Vinny on, you know, but w- we, we knew that once Dante had got the injury and Dyer doesn't play there and got Ennis, it, it, it was just one of them. you know, If Dante would have been able to stay on, That the plan was to bring Josh on, you know, and, and give him 20 minutes because he scored last time out. But I just thought Regan up there was still causing loads of problems against their the back four. And it just, that's our strength in depth. We just didn't have that other... That winger on the bench. Well, let's speak
0: briefly about Dante Gavin who You gave a start to today, had a couple of g- guilt-edged chances early on, but... He obviously didn't let his head drop, and his third, the goal he actually put in, was a a much more uh, difficult skill.
5: He's a really good player, isn't he? We've we've pulled him out of the counties, he's been patient, we're trying to develop him, we're working with him. You know, probably my criticism is, you know, get to the match tempo quicker, and I think if he was, he probably scores two before he takes his third. And, And that's my slight criticism, at times he looks a little bit laid back, and I want him to be more, more like his body language, like he wants to go and score and get on the end of that header straight away but he's a talent you know we're going to keep working with the talent delighted for him he scored the goal but like you say James we should have been three up then Regan nearly latched on then we got a shot off. We could, have, we could have been five we could have been five at our time and then you know but no happy that Don't scored but
7: yeah,
0: yeah but One of the, the statistical things is that FC had so many chances on target they had you know really one. I think one I think one save that Lavaca made which was long range so in that respect, um, you know, I, I can understand your frustration. But Warrington, you know, nine unbeaten, and therefore you, you've got to respect them for them finding a way.
5: They, they've got that re- doggedness, they've got that experience, they've got, you know, if you look at Thompson in there, who's Altrincham's keeper, uh, Hannigan, who's Altrincham's centre-half, Williams, who's Altrincham's uh, centre-mid, you know, Andy White, who's Altrincham's left-back. Mm-hmm. So they're littered with National League experience, and then you throw in likes of Buckley and Amis and you know, they, they've Go got and. a good side, but they couldn't live with us today. I, I, I've said that to me, you couldn't cope with our, our attacking threat. And, you know, that's, that's credit to our boys. And
0: other <coughs> end of the pitch, um, we, we were speaking before the game very much about, you know, you've got Bohan Dixon, you've got Duffy with his pace, you've got, uh, Buckley, of course, who's scored goals, many times of the FC, um, you must have been very pleased with the way your back line in general dealt with that threat. I'm,
5: I'm, I'm good to think they haven't got a clean sheet because they, they absolutely deserve one. And, you know, apart from the goal from the spot, you know, they, they didn't hurt us even when they threw Amy's on the look side. Buckley, Halsey, and Curtis just mopped everything up. We picked the second ball up and, and we wasn't, I didn't feel that we were under under pressure. I was mad from the side because we weren't completely out of sight. We, we, we could have had a score line there that the NPL would have looked at and gone, wow. You know, F.C. have beaten Warrington five-nil. Five it could have, could have quite easily been the case, but it, it wasn't. That's why I'm, I'm gutted. I'm, listen, I'm happy that we've gone four unbeaten. I'm happy we're taking six from twelve. I'm happy we've got, you know, another one of the top sides out of the way. But I'm not happy that we haven't won the game.
0: Quick word on Adam Dodd. <clears throat> happy with that 60 minutes. Brilliant,
5: brilliant, 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 brilliant to have him back. I thought, you know, it's going to take time for him to get there, but he showed glimpses of how good he is. You know, when we lost Finn this week, it was important that we've. We've nurtured Doddy back in, and, and Doddy will get another, what, 70 minutes next week, and Guy knows he's the understudy, uh, and, and that's, that's, that's what it is. I thought Guy did well when he came on, but no, listen, I keep waxing lyricals over Doddy. I, I still can't believe we're watching him, can we? You know, that, that's the thing, and you know really happy.
0: We're missing <coughs> Michael Donahue, ubiquitous, but Potts, the Terrier-like, we've we given the money Match to Potts. He often covered, okay, if there was a mistake, he's, he's the first one in there.
5: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the man of the match is is correct. I think, you know, I've got Vincent now, he's had half an hour, I've got Donahue back next week, I've got Griff, I've got Potts. We're we'll getting to the business end of the season and hopefully we've got, we're have got we getting everyone back and everyone fit. And, you know, this will be the the tricky bit in, in keeping people match fit, but also getting your best 11 out there.
0: That top five place remaining elusive, but you're two <laughs> points behind there. Uh, Gainsborough and uh, Matlock away always an interesting one uh, what sort of game are you expecting there? I don't,
5: I don't know to be honest I think obviously they've changed since since Philo went uh, they changed again when, when Craig Elliott has gone I think it will be, you know, Matlock's always a good playing surface. It's a picturesque place. I like going there. It's, it's nice. It's, it's always got a little bit of needle between Matlock and and FC. But like today, you know, like against the top sides, it's important we don't get beaten and we want to get points in games. You know, if it's one, if it's three, we've just got to make sure it's not none. And that's the that's the thing. But we we can go there, James, full of full of confidence with our last three, four performances in particular some of the football some of the chances we created we know we can give anyone a game of football in this league we know we can beat anybody thank you very much for coming and having that comprehensive
0: interview Neil yeah. great game today bad luck with the three points in com, but we go again Brilliant. Next thank you thank you so much cheers
1: FC United manager Neil Reynolds speaking to James there. As discussed, FC returned to action this Saturday with a tough away trip to Matlock Town. Kick-off at Causeway Lane this weekend will be at 3pm with live coverage on FC Radio from 2.30pm for those of you who cannot make the game in person. To the women's team now, and on Sunday afternoon, FC United welcomed Sir Tom Finney FC to Broadhurst Park in the second round of the Argyle Plate. To hear now if the Reds could progress through to the quarter-finals, let's hand over to Ben and Paul shortly before kick-off.
3: Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Women's Team Live. You join us here back in the stadium. FC United taking on Sir Tom Finney FC in the Algal Plate. We've obviously played Sir to Tom Finney FC uh, numerous times over the years, but they're in the division below. They're currently not doing too well in the in the league below. Bottom um, of the table. So, yeah. So this is an opportunity that um, James has taken to. Rotate the squad and uh, bring in some some fringe players and, and get some of them. Um, you know, I could just see Eve Kennerley now on the pitch, some match time. Yeah, I think the, the fixtures have been a bit stop-start
2: and I think some players have just not got much game time lately and um, the likes of Eve Kenley really need, need a proper run-out. Um, and we've also got a return of an old old face.
3: Yes, Shauna Jean has uh, joined us from Stockport County. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. uh, Obviously played a few seasons here at FC United. Won a few medals. Uh, won a few medals indeed. Um, so she returns and uh, will be starting... This afternoon, alongside uh, Chelsea patient Emily Marsh, Ellie Rigby starts, as does Neve Bertwistle, Sophie Donald, Olivia Smith. Uh, as I mentioned, Eve Kennelly is also figuring today. Ashley Hayes, Ellie Kelly, and Paige Stopford, and uh, substitutes for SC United Libby Dixon, Reese, Kirsty Chambers, and Kate Ogara returns. Strong bench there, Paul. Too. Yeah, I think it's
2: like an. I I, I see it as like an insurance policy in case uh, the big guns are needed. He's got some strength on the bench to draw on.
3: Absolutely. And uh, FC United wearing red, black and black. And uh, Sir Tom Finney wearing blue, black and black. And FC United will be attacking the light-bound road in this first half. Square ball to Kelly. Kelly moving through the middle of uh, Sir Tom Finney's half now. Plays the ball forward there to Birdswistle. It opens up for Bertwistle And the shot comes in. I think it took a little deflection maybe... It was going goal-bound anyway, and Bertwissel open to score in here for a well-deserved lead for FC United
2: on 19 minutes. Well, it's taken us 10 goal attempts in 19 minutes, but at last they've cracked, and uh, we can't say it's a surprise because the game has been pretty much
3: in this triumphant half so far. Kelly infield to Bertwistle, to Stopford, Stopford now from the left, Stopford infield, Stopford, brilliant. Hayes to Rigby, Rigby into the penalty area, Rigby still with the ball, oh that's fantastic from Ellie Rigby, superb butt work to double FC United's lead, brilliant stuff there on 32 minutes
2: from FC United, Paul. It was brilliant quick feet from uh, Ellie Rigby there, she weaved away into the round about 12 yards, still had a defender to beat, weaved away past the defender and then done with the keeper and then that made the, the formality of the goal but
3: great finish. Bertwistle inside the centre circle. Surrenders possession now to Waters. Jean wins it back. Appeals a handball. Ref says no. Jean chips the ball over to Stopford. Stopford still with the ball. Stopford plays it in front of Hayes. Hayes on the edge of the box. Got one defender covering. Hayes plays out to the right-hand side to Jean. Jean right-hand side of the box. Plays it into Hayes. Hayes! Surely Hayes! Now Smith maybe. Goal given. 3-0. I suspect Smith's going to get that one. Yeah. I mean, that was brilliant build-up play once again by FC United, but uh, Hayes and uh, Olivia Smith there eventually combining to get the goal there's Olivia smith winning it back O'Gara plays the ball through there to Reeves who's onside Reeves is going to get to that ball first good save by the goalkeeper breaks the stop finish shoots cleared on the line and eventually cleared by Sir Tom Finney oh that was good stuff though from FC United but equally good goalkeeping from Izzy Brand once again she got out so quickly there and had to Janice Reeves back on the ball lays that back off to Kelly Kelly now driving infield Kelly Still with the ball now moving across the midfield. And what a brilliant through ball that is to Kirsty Chambers. Chambers now on a right foot. Brilliant goal from Kirsty Chambers. But what a pass from Ellie Kelly. Superb stuff. It's 4-0, Paul. Just over 68 minutes played. I think that was the goal of the afternoon. It's going to be a corner ball to SC United. From the left-hand side, Kate O'Gara to take it. Got about 13 minutes left of this game. O'Gara on her right foot, crosses this ball in, there is Marsh, and there is Olivia Smith on the back post to score her second of the afternoon, and SC United's fifth, 5-0 the score. We are into added time. Can Susan Finney get a consolation goal here in this second round of the play? She goes for goal, and uh, Sophie Donald there with a save. And uh, here comes Chambers now, down the left-hand side to launch a counter-attack. Rigby's onside, sprinting for that ball. Rigby into the penalty area. Rigby, still with the ball. Crosses this ball into Dixon, who side-foots it. And it goes in off-brand to make it 6-0, right on full-time. And FC United, uh, Libby Dixon, finishing this game with a bit of a full stop, Paul. Well, there's nothing like a goal to finish a game with. It just
2: underlines the gulf between the two sides this afternoon and it's finished 6-0. Could have been a lot more. Much credit to Izzy in the uh, to Tom Finney goal.
3: Yeah, I mean, when we're talking about player of the match, I mean, Izzy Brand, I mean, how many saves? 17 she, saves. 17 saves she's made this afternoon. should say Megan Eder, especially in that second half, has come in with sliding challenges, interceptions, clearing off the line, plenty of stuff going on for Megan Eady, the defender uh, for Sir Tom Finney in that six yard box uh, during uh, that second half uh, but when it comes to our chat for player of the match and, and performances from an FC United perspective Paul Um Twistle has got to has, be yeah, mentioned has been absolutely immense um, Ellie Kelly once again especially in the first half but in the second half she set up one of the goals didn't she with yeah. a, a brilliant diagonal pass Oh, it's tricky, Paige Stopford. I think if we're having a discussion about Paige Stopford, you know, who's a young player, still learning a trade, I think that's Paige Stopford's best performance in a red shirt thus far that we've commentated on. Anyway. Yeah, it's not very often she's
2: she's got as many minutes as today as well, because quite often she's come on in the second half. So that's done her good. The defence has really been untroubled so we can't really what? say much about saying them. that though Paul Patient and Marsh have they've, they've, they've had
3: jaunts forward they've, they've, they've marauded they've, forward they yes. really have they've made, they've made use of um, some of the freedom they've had Olivia Smith's got two goals of course uh, he's created a few chances but uh, it's good to see Sean Jean back thought Rigby at right back was good when she was playing right back the substitutes have all added something Libby Dixon there scoring at the end but has been on it in the second half on this right hand side I think Reeves has had a decent second half you know O'Gara it's good to see O'Gara back as well uh, and, and Chambers getting some minutes at left back um, yeah but but what the, we're going with
2: but the magic moment was that Ellie Kelly pass to Chambers that's, that's the defining moment of the
3: afternoon for me and
2: whether that tilts the balance
3: ok Paul we're going with Ali Kelly, then? Well... We're going with Ali Kelly. Yeah. OK. Ellie Kelly's our FC Radio player of the match. And, uh, well, we're joined now by the return of FC United Women's Team Manager, James Mulverhill. Hello, James. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I'm just looking at the uh, the stats there. having a little quick look. Yeah. Um, it's uh, epic wow. stuff. I mean, to be fair, Izzy Brand in the St. Yeah. goal. And, and we have to say, Defender Megan Eadie as well. Yeah. They've had really good games today. Yeah, yeah. and I've kept their score down. Yeah,
7: definitely. I think they... Um, they usually play in like a four-two-three-one or four-three-three, three. Uh, and they've come and they've put five at the back today just to make it a more, bit more difficult for us. And fair play to them, they have they have they've, they've done well in moments there. And um, but listen, that it was good for us today to get some minutes in some players' legs. How important is that?
3: Because obviously this is it's the plate we, we've seen we've never actually won this competition so no. i mean it'd be, if if all goes well about yeah. being too arrogant it'd be nice to leave this league forever and, and win that <laughs> trophy on the way out the door yeah. but it was handy to get players like he kennedy back uh, in, involved um you know give minutes to um the likes Paige stopford yeah. has you know played a lot of time today shauna Jean returning back to the club i mean how good was it to have players you know playing minutes like that
7: yeah i think for us today we were looking at it we, we've gone with a Kind of a different lineup that we did last week and, and the weeks before, but we, we've been needing to get minutes on players. We've been needing to, to get minutes in legs because when we've been calling on people in games in like last 20, 30 minutes to impact, they've not been sharp enough. So we're trying to get ourselves in a position where we're, we're a bit sharper with our players that are coming off the bench. And it was good today. I thought I thought down that left hand side in the first half with Paige Stopford and, and Ellie Kelly. It was just. Like I'd, I would have hated to play uh, uh, on that right-hand side for for to Tom Finney today because. They were just turning as soon as they received it. They were just running straight at him, and it was like it's a defender's nightmare that. And um, then they they were really dominant in the first half, especially.
3: I mean, we're, we're going to discuss Sally Kelly in a second, but just to mention for Paige Stopford, uh, who we were saying there, and the games we've commentated on, obviously Paige Stopford's played a bit role. She's she's been very much involved today, yeah. and that is that was a fine performance. It was just missing a goal or two, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that was that was brilliant and shows the potential there.
7: Well, this is it. I suppose Paige which got for pitch, she got the pitch My shooting today, I went. Listen, I said, let's get you in positions to shoot first, and you've created them. You've you've got where you need to be. I think for for Paige Stockford as well, he's, she's she's coming to us as as a youngster, and we're we're trying to. She's coming thinking she's a nine and think not really knowing what player she is. So we're trying to create a position where we're going, well, this is how you're going to play. This is how we want you to play. And this is where you're going to get in on the action. And she's seen it today. She just needs to trust herself. Like She can go past players like they're not even there. So I was like, that's your strength, play on that strength. And we've seen a lot of that today. But like I said, what is she? She just turned 17 put these types of players in development positions over the next few years and these are going to be the next next uh, players for the future.
3: Absolutely you'll have a playing right back in no time won't you James <laughs> 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 that's, Mate, that's um, it. but I mean this is the thing this is why it's so exciting I mean we, we've spoken in the past about you know the development of a development squad here yeah. Um, you know that news about you know academy trials it's, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like building the stepping stones to get to the first team and you look at Donald's you look at Stopford, you look at Ellie Keller, you look at Rigby yeah. and you think we could get more players of that calibre, yeah. keep them involved in the club, get them more playing time. That's what we need. In a development squad. Yeah. This
7: is crucial for us. I've said it I've said it since minute one I came into the club is if we don't have that, you're gonna lose these players to other other clubs in the area, in the catchment area like your Stockport Counties and who have got these development teams, Cheadle Town have now got the development team, even West Didsbury have got the development team, but we're gonna lose them because they're not getting minutes and to have that coming in next year and, and hopefully, fingers crossed, if it all goes well, we'll be able to keep these players on board and, and when we need them for the first team, they're coming in sharp, ready to go. Um, but yeah, like I say, listen, make a joke there about putting putting these players right-back and left-back in that, but they're basically like other midfielders, aren't they? Like how, how, do, how do we expect it to play? Hey, that
3: takes me to my next question. Yeah, Chelsea Patient and Emily Marsh, Yeah, when did they become wingers? Is uh, this something you've been working on?
7: It, to be fair, I, I've always said it is, if, if a team leave one striker forward, we don't leave we just need to leave two back that's it and if we're in a position where we've got a couple of sitting midfielders and just giving us a bit of that like, kind of double pivot that we did in the first half then the defenders can go Like whoever, it doesn't matter who breaks the line it really doesn't matter Like as long as we're covered then anyone can do it and if the defenders are doing it then, and the centre halves are doing it it's less expected and, and people don't really know how to deal with that they're expecting a midfielder to break into and try and break lines but when a centre half just drives out and you used to see it for United back in the day Rio Ferdinand used to do it he used to just put the ball and just pull out of the defence, and you, you want not to do with them. And we're trying to create that from our, our defenders being involved in attack. Well, um,
3: we're we're obviously fairly young, but Paul remembers the Dutch side of the seventies, and it was yeah. very oh, similar, yeah. wasn't it, Paul? Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but I mean, this game this afternoon, we created loads of chances. Yeah.
7: If I was going to be hypocritical, yeah.
3: Finishing, yeah. that's that's the only thing we we can really say, isn't it? About about this in a kind of
7: yeah we have got some reinforcements coming in next week or so I think people will be happy like with some of the players that we're bringing in and stuff and it's not because of the quality of the people that we've got it's football it's form It's, it's some people have injuries it takes some time Ash come back from an injury she's, she's it's been a difficult one for her Chelsea Flanagan's had a, had a bit of a serious knee injury and she's on the men now as well so we're looking who's going to get us them goals and we have had to go into a bit of the transfer market and in the next kind of week or so we will be announcing some forwards so hopefully when we're creating 10 chances we're scoring 4 or 5 goals instead of it being taking us 100 chances <laughs> <laughs> I mean to be fair I mean those chances are being created with some delightful football
3: yeah. and let's discuss play of the match there is an argument to say you know Stockford's had a, had a cracking game yeah. Bird Twistle yeah, phenomenal yeah, yeah. in midfield I'm sorry, but we're giving it to Ellie Kelly once again. Yes, and, and the thing that did it for us, because the first half was tremendous. That ball to find Chambers in yes. the second half is, is another level. Ridiculous. And you just can't Look Again, though, she's, that, she's playing
7: left-back, she's going right-back, she's dropping into midfield. I've said this not how many times we've had this conversation on the radio is, She's a player who, who you tell her wants to do something, and, and she gets what you what you're trying to do. You say, "Oh, I want you to do this. I want you to invert into midfield and go and find these spaces and, and pop up." But Ellie Kelly came through Liverpool's academy, and she was a, a ten. So, and she's come to me, and I've gone, "All right, let's see what we can do with her." And she's she's trusted me. And I, I know people when when tens get start getting told that they're going to play fullback, they they think, "Oh, it well, works." Out, yeah, here we go. This? But we've now got a ten. I always say this about look at Man City with Cancelo. He he could play ten yeah. in in like in teams in the Premier yeah. League, and if he started for Wolverhampton as as a ten, you'd probably get goals. Whereas it being played in a, in a fullback position, and and you you, you don't know what to do with him. Like she's she's skinning people from from right back, left back. Well, and look at
3: Ashley Cole though, from an FC yeah. perspective, Jerome Wright. I mean, yeah. it's, that's you've got yeah. a skillful fullback.
7: It creates the overload, yeah. doesn't it? And and traditionally you have these flat back fours and they're all big solid defenders and the game's moved on from that now Like you, you can't have that you, you need your full backs to be bombing out creating chances and you heard Sir so Tom Finney the players they were going I don't know what to do with you keep, so do I go back with her in that
3: first half where you got Rigby on the right and Kelly on the left yeah. I mean both of them have kind of playing inside midfielders yeah. at times yeah, they're
7: it was, inverting themselves yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was good well, to Well that's what we, we've been practising for, the, for the, when we're, we're tilting on one side we have the full backs inverting themselves and, and blocking it blocking the pitch and, and trying to pin teams in because then what you do is you naturally get the opposition's wide players they don't really know what to do so they just go backwards and think oh well, that's safe down there and, and you end up pinning teams in which we saw for, for large periods I think if we're a little bit more clinical today like it, it could have been 10, 12 Fifteen, you know what I mean, without being too disrespectful. But through to the quarterfinals of the yeah, play, yeah. um, we're going to have to wait a
3: while, I think, because there's first round matches that happening today as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was obviously a bye game into the second round. Yeah. Um. So through to the quarterfinals, Blackburn next week. Yes. Away
7: from home. I, I'm. I'm looking. Listen, they, they. When we played them, we obviously we beat them. I think it was four 0 We beat them, but their coach's reaction was something that I was like, oh, okay. Their coach was like. Yeah, we didn't take our chances today. Like on another day, we would have we would have probably got a this game. And I was kind of like, I didn't see that from them. But then that attitude was like, oh, these might be one to watch. These when you're looking at their results, they are picking up results from teams. So listen, it's like crew last week. Like I was I was fuming about throwing away the lead to, to them, but. When you look at that, like Salford went there and drew against them. Last year, Merseyrail, when they won the league, the only, the only draw they got away from home was crew Like, you have to kind of look at it sometimes and go, these teams are going to take points, like Blackburn, the crews, Fleetwood. They are going to take points off teams, and hopefully it's, it's the teams that we want them to take points off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, look, looking forward to it, though. What? Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a good game. Uh, fingers crossed it goes ahead, and only have had some issues with pitches and stuff. But yeah, looking forward to it.
3: Good stuff. Well, James, big thank you for joining us, and uh, congratulations on, on today's performance. Fully enjoyed that I mean the, the football in the first half was, yeah. was another level it was really good well congratulations and uh, we'll Cheers. catch up again very
1: soon see you very soon <laughs> FC United Women's Team Manager James Mulverhill there and on that positive note that's it for this week's This Club is My Club a big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole thanks for listening and from me Cockers see you next time
4: This is FCUM Radio officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world